Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We're talking again. Our bodies were made. Welcome to Swapcast. I'm your host, Paul Mitzi, and with me we have... Lucy Thomas. And... Brendan Levi. Every episode we watch a film in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2016 Disney Channel original movie, The Swap, starring Peyton List and Jacob Bertrand. The IMDb synopsis states, two teens swap lives and become each other. Ellie O'Brien has to deal with the tough-as-nails brothers and an army-tough dad. Jake Malloy has to deal with a mean former best friend and girl troubles. Now, my question for you this week. Last week, we watched the film Wish Upon a Star, which was the last Disney Channel movie before they started branding Disney Channel movies as Disney Channel movies. And this was actually the 101st Disney Channel original movie. So with 101 movies in between (laughs) these two, Mm. have they improved the formula? The formula of swap films? Of Of, of Disney Channel. Disney Channel in terms of quality and just the formula of a Disney Channel movie. My question is, have they changed the formula of their movies at all? (laughs) Yeah, was there... What was number one? Do you know? uh, Number one, the first ever Disney Channel movie. Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. I I, want to say I want to say no. I don't think they've improved it. I liked Wish Upon a Star better than uh, this film. Oh yeah, because that was one too. What number was that? That was my question. (laughs) You missed the setup to this because you're too busy thinking about sorry (laughs) about our breathing. (laughs) Um, No, he was saying that was the last one before it was made into a Disney before they made Disney Channel movies. So it was like so. I I think in the last um, like hundred movies, they've really like turned it into its own branding like what a disney channel movie is yeah it's Mm. a definite vibe yeah it's a a blonde woman vibe (laughs) (laughs) Mm. yes very white bread yeah as as much as they try to put diversity in the cast these films just feel so white is there is Mm. there any diversity in the actual main characters in any of these other films um yes and no it like there's a lot of tokenism Mm. but they do they have had um Black main characters. I think that was one kick it about like break dancing or something like that. And they've had a few here and there. I'd say the majority of these films, though, star blonde white girls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like uh, the high school musicals are a, a pretty good example Education. of that. Like, yeah. yeah, you know, you've got your. Although, I guess. Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens is Latina. Mm. So, yeah, they, they do. But even so. Like, High School Musical still feels yeah. like a very white movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did we think of this film as a whole? Did we enjoy it? Uh, yeah. That's I, a hot. I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Brendan? I didn't really have 
feelings about it. <laughs> like <laughs> Switzerland on that one. Yeah. I was just like in that that mode of I'm watching a family film, if you know what yeah. I mean. Like it doesn't it doesn't give me like em- emotions or real ones anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh I don't think the emotional points that they put in the film that's supposed to, you know, be like the tearjerker moments really mm. worked, but I don't know. I had fun with the film. I thought it was, you know, it was was like fluff. Yeah, it was silly fluff. But like the thing about a family film is it should, a good family film should make you feel something and you should enjoy it, even though it's for children. It should, do you know what I mean? I think it's specifically with this one compared to the ones you're talking about. Mm, Yeah. I think it's the Disneyfication. Like it's like this sterilization of everything. Yeah, so that's, I was going to try and say something about that. I feel like. They feel like they're written by children. They're like, this is how adults act. This is how the mean girl acts. This is everything's really exaggerated and weird. Like, I would have gone the other way and said it's okay. It's it's, an adult. It feels so adult trying to take anything real about children out. So, like, for example, the part that I found hilarious is that he's wearing. (laughs) Well, when he's in her body. Like, mm. he's wearing a bathing suit to cover up her body. Yeah. And that was just, like, so Disney. Not how it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah like, uh, there's definitely, like, a sterilization Completely. Of, of these situations. And I think it, it's funny, Disney, in this kind of realm in the TV space, they've become a lot more conservative over time. It's not, like, I think in a lot of other areas of pop culture, things have gotten looser, mm. whereas in family films and Disney Channel movies, they've become more conservative and, yeah. you know, don't want to push any boundaries. Well, you and- look at uh, Wish Upon a Star was was under their banner. Yeah. And that had, like, dominatrix. It was, it was way racier, yeah. 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 Whereas yeah. in this one, everyone's asexual. <laughs> Yeah, like, like Wish You Wanna Star, you know, you've got your generic thing that happens in body swap movies. You swap the body, first thing you do is grab your there boobs was or no, genitals. There was no, none of those gags, Doesn't happen. Yeah. And this movie, instead of checking their boobs, they smell their underarms every yeah. morning to That's see. That's a compromise. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. Like, check your nails. This, oh, they've still got colour on them. Yeah. yeah. And like the one time where there could have been a joke about, you know, uh, I'm a boy in a girl's body was when he was in the change room and he walked through covering his eyes. Like, he didn't want to look at any of the other girls and it's like, there is no boy at that age that's doing that. Unless it was Paul. Paul, Even I would have been like, I wonder what, like, a muff looks like. (laughs) Just want to check it out. The boy is a saint. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Okay, Ellie, uh, you can take the mask off now. I just don't like looking at needles or other things that aren't technically my right to look at. Uh, is there like some Christian funding or something that makes, you know, them like that? No, I think over time uh, there's just so many, so much pressure from outside groups and what they expect from these kind of things. So if they tried to push these boundaries, people would be like, you're, you know, perverting our children. What do you think of the children? Are there gay people in the Disney universe? Uh, in Disney Channel original movies, no. In some of their original shows, they have introduced a couple of, like, a Good Luck Charlie, there's a, a gay parents, and I think there's another show that they've just started, which will have a gay character in it. There's implied gay characters. In like, High School Musical? In High School Musical. Yeah. There's one of the main characters is gay, 
but they never mention it. And then in the Broadway, they made like a Broadway adaptation of High School Musical. Mm. And um, in that, they made it more explicit, but never in the movies. Okay. In the movies, he takes a girl to prom, but as a friend, and then they never say anything else. So, <laughs> um, yeah, in their mainstream theatrical releases, they've only had implied gay characters as well, like in Beauty and the Beast. They made LeFou implied gay because he has looks at another guy and winks at him or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they, like, made a big deal, like, they were being so progressive and then I was like, uh, fuck you, that's not, <laughs> that's not anything. Dude, can you loosen your grip this time? I mean, we're buds and all, but guy needs a space. It's interesting that this film was based on a book. Body swapping is so, such a generic concept to think that you know we need to adapt a book to be yeah, able to do yeah. this well I, it was so by the numbers i just assumed it was you know a, a room of writers they were like look disney slaves right this sort of film you know yeah and i was reading up reviews a lot of people were saying like oh they added so many new elements than what was in the book so how bare bones was this bloody book <laughs> <laughs> So, let's uh, run down what this film checked off of our body swap cliches. So, I guess the first element is why did they swap? And this one actually had a fairly ridiculous but entertaining uh, swap mechanism. And and perplexing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So, I guess the uh, background knowledge is that what you need to know is that Jack, uh, no, sorry, Ellie's mum was a like a new age kind of, she loves yoga and spiritual stuff and she is Feng Shui. And so she told her daughter that um, if you start worshipping an object too much, it becomes a totem and it controls you. Yeah. Yeah. You give Um, it power or something. So Ellie's dad left her and her mum to start a new family and left his old flip phone. So she became attached to the phone as kind of like a stand-in for him, I guess. And then Jack's uh, mum died and he got her phone after breaking his own. So because they love these phones so much, when they both text at the same time that they want to swap bodies, the phones Magic make it happen. <laughs> so we just quickly need to talk about what teenager wants an old phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, there's no... Teenager. No sentimental value. Like Exactly. Maybe have the phone sitting in your room. Exactly. Maybe, but you would never but- want to use it. You would want apps and Facebook and that was a terrible premise. <laughs> <laughs> and then the actual text conversation that happens that causes a swap was so like unnatural. And like, they're te- texting each other from this, like they're sitting next to each other and they're yeah, texting. Because their nurse, t- oh, he gets punched in the face and she cries. So they have to both go to the nurse's office. <laughs> and then the nurse is like, don't talk. If you want to speak to each other, text. text like normal kids. <laughs> um, I thought that maybe the nurse was going to be the thing. You know what I mean? Like Was going to be the wizard. Or yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe she heard them arguing and was like, oh, you two need to fucking get your act together. <laughs> yeah. She was going to be the Christopher Walken yeah, but to this film. That yeah. was it. That was, she was, she, <laughs> she was just a sassy never nurse. saw her again. Exactly. <laughs> um, but the actual swap, it, it, it's been my favorite so far. Yeah. It was yeah. like 
pink and blue text swirling in the air and like <laughs> yeah it, it was my favorite of all the films we've watched so far because it was so bad but it, it, you know they were really making sure that the audience understood what was happening yeah um because the, the films were kids obviously and it was just yeah so obvious and silly <laughs> i loved it it's just that all those like bright neon colors that yeah. disney love to use yeah yeah and movies. i love the way it wasn't uh waking up in the morning thing like it was and and realizing that they had swapped it was like an immediate instant thing yeah yeah knocked them out of their chairs and, yeah yeah and it was just really silly. I guess the lesson to be learnt from their swap this time, they, they had a few and it was very overt. Sometimes in these films it's more like a, a implied thing that we, you know, as an audience has to work out. Oh, that, so they learnt their lessons and now they can swap back. But this one it was like they knew that the only way they were going to swap back is if they improved each other's lives. So I guess he had to learn to be in touch with his emotions. Well, I think they they both learned that. It's just, I think, like, all right, I I didn't enjoy this movie all that much, (laughs) but I did appreciate the message at, like, the idea that there's, like, certain people in your life you can't actually say what you want to because of the deep connection that, you know, like him standing up to his father would be be hard for him and and her standing up to her, bitch of a friend yeah. would be hard for her because of that you know that attachment yeah. but them doing it for each other was sort of like yeah i, don't know, I found that interesting mm. yeah and they needed that remove to be able to recognize like the toxic elements in their lives yeah mm. yeah but i feel like that was just a mistake <laughs> like a lovely mistake but i don't feel like they really like knew what they were doing like the filmmakers the writers yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude Slap me, and I'll slap you, and we'll see if we can, like, slap each other, ourselves, back to reality. Okay. Is there any other, like, uh, cliches of the genre that this film... I feel like it didn't have all that many, did it? Well, especially considering it's a boy-girl swap. Yeah. Yeah. There was no slut-shaming or anything like that, like, that, you know, you're not allowed to... They didn't even really ever try to ruin each other's lives, did they? They no. quickly were like, Let's. Yeah, it was immediately... About yeah. making each other's lives better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did like uh, when the first things they did was decide to slap each other in the face. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. So slap each other back <laughs> to normal. <laughs> so I guess like the thing with this film, like they had to recognize when they swapped, they thought each other had the better deal as a boy or as a girl, but then they swapped and realized that they were the same. The, the hardships of being mm. a girl and a boy. So yeah, do we do we think it accurately <laughs> represented? why it's hard being a girl and why it's hard being a boy. All right. So my question, like to sort of build on that, whose life do you actually think was worse? So for me, I saw a boy whose like father was like emotionally abusing him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And then I saw a girl whose mum took her to spas, ran her baths and Mm. made her tea. Like she was living this life of luxury. Yeah. And as, as far, like you can say it as much as you want, Playing hockey would be harder than rhythmic gymnastics. Yeah. Ah, see, I would go the other way. I would say bashed around. (laughs) Oh, like yeah, maybe from that. I would say on a technical level, though. Uh, On a technical level, yes, but I think like his training regime and the actual game itself looked a lot more unpleasant. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. Her life was pretty rosy, really. Besides her friendship. 
struggles, but yeah. 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 She had everything pretty together and her mum was really nice and took good care of her. It was like the guy, when he swapped, he kind of liked being able to talk about his feelings. and. So, yeah, like learning about boys and girls, I think they just sort of grabbed some cliches and basically said, you know, boys can cry. And what was- That's an was- actual line in the movie. <laughs> boys can cry. <laughs> and boys can too cry. They should every once in a while. Was there was there a girl equivalent of girls can? Um, well, I feel like maybe it was like you don't have to be friends with the cool popular girl if she's a bitch and you don't like her, just send her on a leaf down the river, you know, like just do what you want. You don't have to go with the crowd. Maybe was that a theme? Yeah, boys can cry and girls can tell their friends to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so what did it? What was the film purporting that is hard about a girl's life? I guess. Waxing. Mm. Uh, it was all pretty superficially <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I had some questions for mm-hmm, Lucy. Mm-hmm. All right. So, girls don't get sweaty under their armpits. Is this correct? I'm not much of a sweater, no. Really? Yeah. I, I just found that weird. But, but I, I, like, I don't think all girls are like that. Sometimes at the gym, yeah, I look at girls next to me and I'm like, why are you so sweaty? And then I look at myself and it's like, my face is just really bright red, but I'm not really breaking a sweat. Yeah. I remember there was this girl at, at my gym. And she used to, like, rivers of sweat every time, like, because she'd always be there when I was there and she'd always be using the um, treadmill. And by the time she left the treadmill, it was soaked. Like okay. the handles, <laughs> so the bottom, I have, everything. I have a real theory about this. Was yeah. she like a really fit girl? No. Oh, okay. Because I feel <laughs> like sometimes when I used to do Bikram yoga, I would look at this girl um, next to me and she was the same. She'd be doing poses and like sweat would be pouring off the ends <laughs> of her fingers. Um, but she was like this really toned, real gym bunny. And I feel like her body was just like operating at maximum level fitness, metabolism. And it was just like running like a train. Yeah. And then I'm like not a super healthy person, not super unhealthy, but yeah. like so something's blocked. Like it's not working. <laughs> like there's toxins going around or something like that. But this girl was like a clean eating exercising machine. So like yeah. she was expelling everything <laughs> from her body. That's my theory anyway. <laughs> Was she just fat? And <laughs> she wasn't fat. No, she was, but she wasn't like one of these like people you'd look at and go, "Oh, she's fit." Like she's just a normal person. She was just like extremely sweaty. She was a sweater. I I can relate. So, <laughs> dude, why am I so sweaty in weird places? What is the purpose of underarm hair? All right. So the next question I had. <laughs> so he seemed. Uh, when he was in her body, and mm. the i the concept of getting in a leotard yeah. and. A particularly revealing one is that what what it was about was that I, I think he just never he was like while he was in her body he was a never nude yeah <laughs> like yeah. I, that's what, so it was more just fear of the change yeah. rather than yeah being- yeah so I I my thing is he probably never washed properly while <laughs> he was in that body yeah the first I thing that she found <laughs> first thing she found when she got back into her own body was a yeast infection okay when in these films when in these films right when is a girl gonna get her period at, with the guy like oh, operating that, the body that does happen in one give I, it to me it's gonna be you've, great you've seen it you know that's the main thing it's a hap- it happens which, in, which one Hot chick. Oh, my God. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I feel like they don't even really deal with it enough. It's like a gag in one scene. 
Um, but it's just like it would be fucking funny and confusing it's not and like at a Disney show. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> if like this, if it was gonna happen, have, this isn't the, the girl film. would have to coach him through how to like deal with it and what to do and yeah. yeah it would be, I think that I think that's a funny idea. Yeah. All right. <laughs> My next question wait, let me see. Yeah, girls groups. When he's in her no wait, sorry. When- <laughs> <laughs> Edit this it, out. <laughs> when she was in his body, <laughs> yes, um, she she went to uh, a boys' hangout. They're all mm. playing video games, and sh- she had brought along Porter, which we can get into a little later. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, great character. Yeah, when when she was bringing him in, she was just so r- like stressed about the mm. the social politics of introducing a new person to the group. Yep, and you know, there's just this. Hey, this is Porter. Come on in, hang out. Like there was Have no stress about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like is is that something that like definitely is like a difference for girls? Yeah, definitely. Maybe not when you're a bit older in high school or whatever. But I can remember there being real politics around that in you know late primary school, early high school for sure. Hmm. Girls are mean, and they you know. I agree, Lucy. Girls are the worst. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so- but men are also dogs. <laughs> Politics of introducing someone into a friend group are extremely complicated. So just let me try to. Jackpack! You made it. Oh, is Porter with you? Yes, but just let me explain. Cool. It's a- uh, actually, there's one other thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it happens in so many movies where some girl is in the toilet, and then other girls come in and stand by the mirror doing their makeup while mm-hmm. they bitch about the girl that's in the toilet. Yeah. It happens in, like, every second film, like, targeted at teenage girls. Yeah. How often has that happened in your life? Never happened. I am super paranoid of people hearing me talk about them, so I would never, like, if that was me when I was in high school, I would have checked every stall. And even if there was someone in one of the stalls, I wouldn't have bitched about someone else because I would have been paranoid that whoever that person was that was in there would have gone and told them. And, like, that's how high school works. So, no, that's never happened to me. So, so last night um, mm-hmm. we were at the um, Fringe Festival mm. and there was giant lineup for the girls' toilets. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, my God, Paul, I thought you were going to say that. You overheard me talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> So, you were talking about me then. <laughs> you heard it. I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, what is it? Oh, my God. I said your beard looked really nice. Anyway, keep going. Thanks. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, there was a huge line for the girls' toilets. So, and I went into the boys' toilets. Mm-hmm. But then there was a line at the boys' toilets because all the girls would go into the boys' ones because yeah. they didn't want to wait for so long at theirs. Mm. And because there were so many girls in the boys' toilets, there was just such a different vibe Mm -hmm. in there. Like, there's so much chatting that was happening. Like, usually you go into the men's toilets, no one's talking. You get in, you get out. silence, you do your thing. They were discussing, oh, I wonder what they're doing in there, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is like killing my vibe right now. I just want to go to the toilet. (laughs) Bitches bitches be crazy. (laughs) One last thing. And... I am totes saying this for your own sake, Elle. At Claire's tonight, could you just try to act like, just don't be so Ellie, okay? I know you're all waiting for it, our favourite segment of the podcast, Hot or Not. <laughs> I don't think we can do <laughs> Hot or do. Not. So, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, um... <laughs> Creep? <laughs> 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 
So, okay, yes, the main characters are way too young to do hot or not. Uh-huh. Yeah, I will yeah. agree that. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of thought the dad was a deal. <laughs> A deal? Is yeah. that what you said? Yes. Okay, I wrote down that he was a low-rent Jason Sudeikis. I wrote the exact same oh, thing. Oh, my God. He totally uh, was. He was totally like a Sudeikis lookalike. But I find J- Jason Sudeikis attractive. I also found him attractive. Yeah, no, so. I mean, I do. I think he's attractive too. Um, mm. This guy was like the less successful version of that guy is all I meant. Um, totally. I've yeah. been keeping track of this this segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the amount, this is the first time. We've like, agreed? You've agreed. On- oh, my God. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> yeah. Equality. Yeah. But I'm going to ruin it because I've got another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, I have to double check his age, but I'm fairly sure it'll be safe. But the middle brother was hot. Which one was the middle brother? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. He was like a Yeah, because there was the taller guy. brother and then the not-so-tall brother. The blonde. One- yeah, mm. okay, I know. And he was the kind of... Uh, yeah, it was he, like the closest thing that the younger brother had to like mm. someone to confide in. Yeah, I thought he was really nice, and yeah. and he was yeah, he was cute. exactly yeah. So I was saying, if you were in man. high school, you would have liked him. Yeah, uh, I'd like him now. <laughs> <laughs> Double check. The yeah, definitely. Just flag this. Well, well he was yeah. already in college. I'm fairly sure. Oh, he was, was in college. Okay. Yeah. 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 He wasn't going to high school with with the other characters. Well, that's so. completely legal. Yeah. Yeah. So, are we agreeing both hot? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't We don't have to go hot or not, but I don't think that, like, because, you know, whatever. Uh, the, the younger brother, what was his name? Jack. Yeah. I, I don't think he was a leading man. Yeah. He, he was a dweebus. Yeah. A little bit of a dweebus. It, it was funny because he was supposed to be the popular kid. And, and he I didn't, did not buy it. He, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wrote it down here. What was it? Jack Malloy is cool and popular. Like, yeah. That question was, mark? Yeah, 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 question mark. And popular? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, um, I, I, if I was a casting director, I would cast him as like a bully with small man syndrome. I think he would be good in that role. <laughs> okay, I can or see a, that. Or a ducky, like a. <laughs> oh, like the best friend that never gets it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as for her, Ellie. I, and, you know, she was kind of supposed to be a loser. Like, yeah. Yeah. But she was like this crazy pretty girl with like beautifully manicured eyebrows that are very on trend and like really big eyes. She's like a Disney princess. <laughs> and they're trying to make her seem like she wasn't cool. Well, from what we heard from the, the dude hangout, it was quite apparent that she was quite popular. Oh, yeah. Just, I think all the girls but were not jelly. to the other girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And she didn't know how to style herself. I guess. Like didn't any she? self-respecting girl that when when um, Aspen decides that it's skirt day and she doesn't want to wear a skirt because it's their tradition to wear a tracksuit. So she brings a tracksuit and then puts like this freaking disgusting like skirt, skirt over, over the, the top. top. Yes, that's, disgusting. I don't care how hot you are. That's fucking gross. <laughs> yes, but hold up, hold up. <laughs> Why was anybody telling her that her tracksuit wasn't cool or whatever? She was wearing, what do you call it? Active wear. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, that's all girls wear now. And mm. Kim Kardashian is wearing sweats constantly with high heels. Like, and, that's her whole look. And Everyone's she, making fun of her and she looked really cool. Yeah, she has the body to wear whatever the hell she wants, really. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks for saying it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about a friend? One with ponytail? Tracks you. Now we're talking. <laughs> Ellie, I think her name is. I don't know, guys. There's something about her. She's real, you know? 
And plus, she, she's so hot. <laughs> so, I liked the way in this movie, yeah. um, you know, the way there's often montages. Mm-hmm. You have to teach each other how to do the other person's special yeah. talent. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always a stake, you know, this trying out for the football team or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I feel like this is the only movie that was like, yeah, we'll just be able to tap into muscle memory and stuff. Like, it was the only movie that was like, I'm just going to teach you how to do this really hard thing in one day and you're going to be really good at it. You yeah, know what I mean? at least it tried for that explanation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like you, it'll be fine. You, your body will remember. And then he just kicked her into the splits. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I can do it. Um, yeah. It's like uh, The Matrix. It's mm. like, I know karate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no other film has made that attempt. So yeah, like, it's a boy-girl thing. It's like, we'll throw a ball at each other a couple of yes. times and I'll, like, poke my boner into your butt with, my, with <laughs> your own boner. Yeah. And now you know. And yeah, now I play, like, you know, college league <laughs> quality. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And also, like, how, you know, she could teach him to be really smart and to get into Harvard. It's just like, yeah, no worries. You've yeah. been dumb your whole life, but <laughs> one day is all it took. And this one actually had her like abilities of being a gymnast mm. actually transferring to the exactly. game of hockey. There was yeah. a lot of transferable lessons and skills and like blitz screen, you mm. know. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that. No, mm. I see I like that because I feel like mm. that was something that was missing from the other ones. It's like you yeah. have certain skills. They should be yes. So useful in while other areas. I'm playing hockey, I'm going to do a crazy gym flip over yeah. the top of this player and <laughs> land the jump and win the game. And my dad's still going to be a dick about it. <laughs> yeah, fucking dad, come on, Jason Sudeikis lookalike. <laughs> that was a good moment. It's like, uh, what do you think? How you played? It's like, oh yeah, I got into varsity. It's like only because everyone else was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's so cold. It's terrible. Uh, um, you know, the way this film didn't really have many of the cliches, like there was no erection, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. They did do a pretty good job of like, she really did change her demeanor. Like she spoke with a bit of a lower voice. Don't you think yeah. there was a bit of, and he like crossed his legs. Like obviously it's all really silly stuff, but that yeah. is the cliche stuff. Be- I feel like because it's Disney kids and they're like theater camp kids, mm. they really went for it. Yeah. Like they yeah. really went for there it. There is a very like broad, exaggerated style in Disney TV. Yeah. Yeah. It, everything's so sunny. It's really weird. It feels like a parallel universe. But yeah, yeah it was good. They a went for it. Parallel universe I'd gladly live in. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Paul. Well, with Disney buying everything. Like, this is a reality. Yeah, well, if this is our dystopian future, bring it on. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was super sad when her dad left, but, like, life goes on and... (gasps) Ooh, is that paparazzi pucker? No, it's called lip glossip. Try it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, oh, I thought of another, you know, the lingo. Gotta chop that salad. Meant get a haircut. On what planet <laughs> is that a saying? And also, is it toss the salad a thing? Like a <laughs> yeah. like a sex thing? Yeah. It, you know what? 
toss it, the salad actually yeah. means yes. It, yeah. But it was pretty, no? it you was don't? pretty I, close to toss the salad. You don't know what toss the salad means. What's it mean? You really don't know? <laughs> you do know. You just want me to say. <laughs> it's masturbation. <laughs> they toss the salad. But yeah, I liked it. I, I'm going to use it more often. He, but I mean, like, you don't even chop a salad. Like, <laughs> Actually, I did write this down. So his brother gave him that haircut and yeah. it was like full profesh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a secret uh, plot line and this is why you liked that brother. No, it was the other brother. Oh, that it was the, the older hair. brother. Okay, I was going to say maybe he's like. What was wrong with his, like his hair? Wasn't great. What was? What's the secret there? Maybe it's hard to cut your own hair, but his yeah. hair wasn't great. I don't remember him having a bad hair. It uh, wasn't. It wasn't great. Yeah, he definitely wasn't as good looking as his sexy <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, so the the middle brother got all the cute genes from. Jason Sudeikis was his brother. <laughs> and then the other two kids first, uh, yeah, lost out in that lottery. <laughs> I didn't weigh in before, but I think he's Ugtown. Who? Which one? Uh, ugly Sudeikis. <laughs> dad? You thought yeah. the dad was ugly? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the guy's name, but he's like a mix between- I just feel like you're trying to be like relevant in this conversation because it's always me and Paul being pervy or like putting our two cents in on people's looks. Well, let me tell you what I think about the mum. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tell us. She was pretty cute. Um, I think she's great. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed like a super sweet lady. <laughs> oh, good terms. I feel like she was a witch and she's the reason those phones switched them. Mm. And she was actually trying to switch into her daughter's body. And that's why she's in such oh, control of her life. That would be a great movie. Oh, well, that's just Freaky Friday, isn't it? Yeah. But it would be cool. It would be cooler if the mum, if the mum, like, was trying to do that to reclaim youth and it was like a horror thing. Yeah. Yeah. Does that movie exist, Paul? I don't, can't think of one. I'm I, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure we've talked about this before. Like, there is no horror body swap. Well, if there is, listeners, feel free to send it our way. We'll. De- definitely give it a review. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Isn't. Have you seen that movie, Eyes of Laura Mars? That's a horror movie where um, I think maybe she's a photographer or something, and something happens to her, and it's not technically a body swap because she's kind of like behind the eyes of a serial killer. Um, that's like a scary movie, but sort of like not- a being John Malkovich, yeah. kind of situation, yeah. yeah. So it just happens to her like she can't control it, and all of a sudden she can like see it's like from her perspective mm. something like stabbing people and doing bad things. Yeah, that's not a body swap. All right, so enough about serial killers. Back to Disney's <laughs> The Swap. <laughs> oh, Paul, you and I are different people. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on! Oh my goodness, are you all right, Carol? That that was my mistake. I was aiming for your neck. Aim for your neck next time! That doesn't make any sense. I will come over there. I will break you in half! You know, the way at the start, she um was biting her nails all the time. I didn't even notice that. She'd go mm. like, like that. And then like, when they swapped, he did it. Uh. One time. <laughs> it was like this set up and it was like, oh yeah, now he's doing it. And then it, they didn't do it anymore. They probably like hung out f- together for months in preparation for this, like learning how but to be each other. The, but the way I, she bit her nails was so, like, I don't know. It was I, I real theatre camp. I watched uh, some interviews with the two main characters. Oh my God. Yeah. They they had, had a lot of dinners together to, to like pick up on each other's mannerisms and stuff like that. But there was just this really funny scene where... The, the interviewer was asking him and her about, like, Halloween and it, 
the conversation turns to like what characters they would like to play and he just goes like oh i just i'd love to be uh chris chris evan from Gali- guardians of the galaxy chris oh, pratt sorry chris pratt yeah <laughs> chris evans um chris pratt i would love to be his son in a in like a guardians of the galaxy like play his son be so cool to be chris evans like I, i'm chris just gonna pratt. grow up chris pratt <laughs> grow, grow up maybe and be- you want to be chris evans yeah yeah i want to be chris evans <laughs> but yeah it was just like i'm gonna grow up and be like cut and and, and be like so, and it was just so oh. awkward, and you hear someone from the wings of the of the stage <gasps> like cacking themselves. <laughs> I was just like, oh, because he does seem like a nice kid. Like yeah. he doesn't seem like an asshole, but it was just so awkward. Anyway, yeah, I'm just imagining that those dinners that they would have together, if they would be like cute to watch or just like insufferable. I feel like <laughs> it would have been insufferable because I feel like you know the way boys and girls mature at different rates. Yeah. She would have had no interest in talking to him, I feel. She would have just yeah. been like, oh, such a dweeb. Like, yeah. Don't you know I'm starring in Logan Paul's new movie? <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> um, a real man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He doesn't walk away when he sees people hanging themselves in super suicide <laughs> forests. Oh, you just God. run like a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. I feel like she, she wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been friends on set. I feel like she would have been trying to crack onto the cute older brother. Yeah, or the dad. <laughs> Ooh, that's a twist. What the heck is going on? Kiss me. What? Shh. Oh, Jackie, you flirt. Of course, I'll watch the bridge with you so we can be alone. We haven't discussed, but it's probably the best character in the entire film. Well, yeah, we were Porter. Porter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, at the beginning of the film, it's established that Jack is being bullied by this kid named Porter, who wants to be on the hockey team but feels that Jack and his brothers always get the spots because their dad is the coach of the hockey team. Mm. So he uh, like corners him in the hallway and starts picking a fight but films it so that it will look like Jack was starting the fight because if you start the fight, you're not allowed to be on the hockey team. And then once Jack and Ellie swap swap bodies jack uh, ellie decides to kind of I try guess, to get to the bottom of why yeah all this weird behavior yeah decides to befriend porter and mm. and improve his life and then they become friends mm. yeah um i love the way like he came across as a real dumb guy like he spoke really dumb and mm. like just was this kind of knucklehead idiot mm. and then you know she as jack is like is hockey even really what you want to do with your life? Like, you don't seem like you enjoy it that much. La, la, la. Maybe you're actually really smart and you want to be in STEM and be an engineer. And he's like, oh, wait, yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) And then builds crazy contraptions from there on. Okay, so, yeah, we need to have – there needs to be a spin-off film. Porter invented, like, a, a way to fuel his scooter from soda. Like, in this kid's going to fucking save yeah. us. He's going to solve the energy crisis. All we need is Pepsi and Coke, who are our sponsors, by the way. And, um, yeah, like, that kid, yeah, go for it. It took him one day in STEM to invent yeah, a like, new it, not fuel even that, source. Like, two hours. Like, he saw him, like, a couple of hours later, and he's just rocking around on his soda-fueled bike, like... Great job, Porter. Yeah, he becomes a uh, doc in uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like in high school, that's the guy I would have 
had a crush on. I was going to say, Porter, hot or not. <laughs> like, long hair. Yeah, that kind of wrong bit, wrong side of the no, tracks. No good for you. you Came know? across at the start. <laughs> yeah, no, that's totally who I would have liked in high school. Oh, boy. But he ended up being a cutie, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, and he yeah, stood up for tracksuit. Yeah, when he was first in, introduced, he's like, Form- uh, future date rapist right there. And now yeah. you're like, oh, he's oh dreamy. Oh, my God, I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he was being a total jerk at the start, right? Yeah. And it's because it wasn't, he, he wasn't living his best life. He wasn't being true to himself. And I feel like he was being overly defensive about the, like, because he gives um, Jack, uh, Ellie as Jack a ride on his bike. Yeah. And I need my space. Yeah, Jack was holding him a like, little too tight. A little too tight, and he mentions that. I feel he's being too defensive. Like, yeah, maybe he's covering for something. Are you just trying to get him on your side? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'd Converted. be mine. He'd yeah. be mine, Lucy. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's what this whole podcast is, isn't it, Paul? Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Porter. It's the least that I could do for the dude that helped align me with my infinite self. Now go, shoot up some zombies with your. I guess we just need to cover really the swap back. (gasps) Oh, yeah. But I also thought of something that hasn't happened in any of the films that we've watched yet. Go ahead. They told someone. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wrote that down as well. They told someone and he was like, oh, yeah, like you burped the ABCs or whatever. (laughs) Um, So, like, I totally know that it's true. So, I'll fully help you guys. (laughs) Like, whatever you need. (laughs) You know, the laws of physics and shit hasn't even changed. Like, I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone's always going on about, oh, they'll just think we're crazy. Hmm. Which, I, like, I sort of get, but I feel like I could convince... You reckon you could convince someone if you were no, in someone No, I would never body? tell. I would never do it. You no. wouldn't? No. No? Yeah, there's no way. There's like, no way like you would believe someone. That movie, right, where that person goes, guys, like, this has happened and whatever, it's like, straight to a mental institution like i don't think you're supposed to say that word but you'd be like in some kind of facility like and that's how the end of the movie that's how the movie ends like this person so if you guys had swapped bodies with someone Mm -hmm. and and it's a scenario where you just actually don't actually switch back do you tell someone do you tell your loved ones do you try to connect with them again no. Yeah, I would try to connect with my yeah. loved ones again, but as the new person. Exactly. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Your strategy is so off. You're gonna not gonna <laughs> last in a swap movie. Well, say say like, all right, you and me swap, right? Mm. I I reckon I could convince Katrina that it was me. But it, even if I sorry sorry for the listeners, Katrina's my wife. <laughs> uh, what but, would you do, Burp the ABCs? <laughs> and she'd be like, "It is you." <laughs> <laughs> um, but. You know, in the case that it doesn't work, we could just have like a, a like a thing where we like, oh, when people are like getting really concerned, we can be like, ah, it was a prank. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it's funny. I'm like talking all this stuff saying I would, would never tell. And then when you said that, you're like, I think I could convince my wife. I was like, I wouldn't be able to see Adrian probably anymore. And yeah. I would have to, I would probably go and tell him and try to tell him. <laughs> that I but there's always some like intimate I thing you, you can- in my body going to Adrian and going, it's me, hold I me. love you, please. <laughs> oh, and this is why they make so many swap movies, because it's such like a relatable thing. <laughs> like, it is like a what-if situation. Yeah. Um, Everyone would have their I just thought it was a cool, a cool choice that they made, that mm. they told someone and somebody helped them. Mm. Mm. You made your phones into magic wands and shazammed your souls into each other's bodies? So I got to burp the Pledge of Allegiance again to prove it? Now's time for our 
uh, reviews segment where we look at reviews from over the internet of what other people thought of the film. Now, I have to say that this was an especially hard one to find, like, funny reviews for. It seems like most of them were, yeah, it's cute. It's a Disney movie. And that's pretty much most of it, what was out there. Yeah. Um, I thought there'd be some terrible, like, kids who were, yeah, really into it and trying to be really smart. This film doesn't have much of a, like... A mark on the internet. A it following? just seems like yeah. it was made and forgotten about pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah, well, it was 101. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, there is, like, there's a fervent fan base for Disney Channel movies. A- like- and the club is spearheaded by Paul. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, next week, Paul, no Disney, Disney. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, actually, I'm going to bring that up and you're going to regret saying that. (laughs) So, anyway. um, (laughs) It's Freaky Friday, Disney. (laughs) It is, Lucy. It is. (laughs) Oh, no. Sorry. So, we get our backup choice. (laughs) Um. (laughs) (laughs) So mean. I like Disney. I was just trying to be funny. Um, Yeah, Um, I'm sorry, Paul. Please still love me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like the film, the Disney Channel movies that really get the big fan base now are like more like Descendants and um, High School Musical, like the big musical kind of ones. These ones just kind of come and go. Uh huh. But um, anyway, so the first reviews uh, from Amazon from uh, username Pickle uh, and. Gave it five stars. We both loved it and talked about the issues brought up in. I saw this movie with my daughter during our girls' night out. We both loved it and talked about the issues brought up in the movie and how to handle them. We both had a great time watching and talking about the swap. <laughs> um, but wasn't it on TV? Yes, that's my first issue with this yeah. review. Second is <laughs> the issues brought up in this movie and how to handle them. Are they planning on swapping? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a major buzzkill to have homework after a film. Like these parents, I'm not a fan of. Like yeah. just the super, like everything has to be an activity. And yeah. I'm also worried that like our girls' night out, that it's like they don't have a TV at home. And so they went to like a department store where it was showing on the TV and it was like their special mother-daughter time. It's just a total like plot that I've put onto that. It's projected. But. So this next review is from Letterboxd and I, I'm reading it out. It's less of an attack on the film than on us and what we're doing with this podcast. Um, so uh, this was from Gazelle Garcia who gave it two and a half stars. I'm convinced no one will ever be able to make a good mind or body swap movie. Never, ever, ever. These actors tried without actually trying and damn it. Like, good luck, kids. I hope you have decent careers ahead of you enjoying what you do. But damn it. Why does every director try to do this movie? And when they can't actually do it right, why do directors keep trying? Stop the madness. Oh, our podcast is over, according to that guy. (laughs) Well, you know, it's an attainable goal, I feel, but it's definitely a hard one. I feel like there's lots of good body swap movies. I wouldn't have made this podcast. What is the best one? What is the benchmark? Uh, It's a hard question. Um, Like, I really love Hot Chick. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. 
So do I. So you're saying the epitome of this <laughs> this genre ste- like is a is Rob a- Schneider <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the power of the body swap films that it can even like transcend. It can elevate a person like Rob Schneider. You know, I think Rob Schneider has had a bad rap. <laughs> I don't actually don't mind some early Rob Schneider. Like, I, hey Schneider, every- if you're out there, just <laughs> get in contact. Yeah, you can be on a hot chick episode. I shit you not. I'll a girl in. I know <laughs> sat. Um, she was on a plane and she was uh going somewhere for work and she was in first class and he was there as well and he bought her drinks. See, lovely person, great yeah, film, total career. creep. Like yeah. she didn't want him. She didn't want him to buy the drinks. I don't uh, think. Yeah. Okay, he did it in like a gross way. Mm, like did- sent them to her without well, how, checking how that she wanted them. Drinks? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it can I, be I thought done. it was either like they were next to each other and they had no, a conversation. No. So he was, drinks. he was like a few in front and it was like, please send oh. some champagne back to that lovely girl over there. Or something. Girl, married, I've isn't been he? noticing I don't know. the entire I don't really know much about Rob Schneider's <laughs> personal life. Also, like, I might have got it mixed up and maybe it was Paulie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Rob Schneider. He's going to be listening to this like, what the fuck is she going on about? <laughs> again, though, again, though, I love this is like when I ragged on Catherine Heigl. Uh, Last week, it's like I like to think they're listening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're definitely not listening. And also, like Rob Schneider just rolls around in his money and like probably you know can go to any bar and pick up. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm pretty sure he's married with kids. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Paulie Shaw? Oh God, great story, Lucy. You I just don't know. ruined. I don't his know. Marriage. Could pa- Paulie Shaw afford afford I'm sh- first I'm sure class? It was Rob Schneider. I'm sure it was Rob Schneider. It's yeah, also I-, I would totally go Paulie Shaw over Rob Schneider any day of the week, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the review segment. <laughs> what? Freak just keeps getting freakier. Right? No, it's not appropriate. So, um. Tenuous recommendations. So this is the segment where we recommend another film or piece of media that is tenuously connected to this film in any way. It could be actors, directors, genre, themes. So um, take it away, Lucy. Um, So what is the director's name? Jim... Belushi. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) It starts with a K. Uh, The director's name was Jay Karras. Jay Karras. Um, Has heaps of credits to his name, right? Yeah. I assume it's a man. Yeah, Um, it is, So, he's done lots of TV shows and, like, cool stuff. I'm trying not to step on anyone's tenuous link here. But has directed episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, love it. Love Andy Samberg. Love Mm -hmm. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, my link is via Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. and it's Celeste and Jesse Forever, which was like his foray into indie movies. Yeah, I, I almost had that. Same thought? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Um, so, I, I, it doesn't have a very high rating on IMDb or- mm. Yeah, uh, it didn't get very, like, good reviews. That's mm. why I've, I've, I love Andy Samberg and I yeah. actually watched that one. But I, it's got Rashida Jones in it, who yeah, I love yeah. as well. Mm. Um, have you, so you've seen it? Yeah, yeah. I really and liked it's, it. It's a good film. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's like funny and sad. It's about a couple falling apart who kind of still love each other, but like that's not enough. Um, so that's mine. I, I, yeah, I really like that film. Oh, nice one. I'll have to give it a go. It's mm. one I've meant to watch, but I never have. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's the kind of thing where when you see Andy Samberg, you want to like 
laugh your ass off. So maybe people saw it and they were like, this is going to be like... Yeah, they were expecting Hot Rod. Yeah, and they were kind of like, oh my God, this is making me miss my ex-girlfriend. I fucking hate this movie (laughs) or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Is this going to bum me out or... Yeah, maybe you don't watch it for a little while. Okay, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, Brendan, what's yours? Um, I've gone with... uh, theme which is the the father son relationship and that strained relationship of like mm. you know emotionally disconnected my pick is the i gotta remember how to say it the young and prestigious t.s spivet has anyone seen that oh it, who directed that that's i swear um the guy that made emily oh well i reckon it was directed by I swear it was Jean-Pierre Genet, I swear. Um, I remember seeing the trailer, but I never saw the film. I think it was his first English-speaking film. Also, edit this the fuck out if I'm wrong. (laughs) Is it about a cute kid that makes stuff? Jean-Pierre Genet. Jean-Pierre Genet. Yeah, that's um, he directed Emily. Oh, okay. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Well, I I loved it. It was really Mm. good. I cried. It was- Oh, I haven't seen that. Like, everything that this sterile film didn't do. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when I was talking before about emotions, like, this film delivered. Them. And mm. it just looks beautiful, and the cast mm. is, is brilliant, and it's yeah. just a really sweet story. So Yeah, I, I really want to see it. Cool. Good Yeah, good I haven't job. seen that one either. Well, you got two good ones. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Even if no one listens, at least I'm getting recommendations. Yeah. How's, how's your father and son relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Should you watch this song? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll be fine. Right, I want to okay. sing that, that Cat Stevens song now. That. Cat in the cradle <laughs> and the silver spoon. Yeah. Now, now, how long can we pay Yeah, for I was going to say, how long are we allowed to sing it before we have to pay? Yeah. So that's my uh, tenuous link. Nice recommendation. All right, so mine is a um, 2006 film. Mm-hmm. I'm going for the the link for my film mm-hmm. is Rhythmic Gymnastics. Awesome. So this is a gymnastics themed film called Stick It. Have you guys watched this no, one? I bet it yeah. sounds awesome. Uh, Go on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a 2006 film starring uh, Missy P- Peregrine, and uh, it's about a girl that used to be like a Olympic level gymnast, mm-hmm. but then fell off the tracks and then gets caught in a crime situation. And oh. um, as her part of a parole, he forces her to go back to gymnastics, but then all the girls on the team are like super bitchy to her and is don't it, want her on the team. What genre is it? Is it like. It's Just like teenage? Bring It On. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it has the um, it has the fantastic quote, uh, stop being so nasty, Joanne. And Joanne replies, it's not called gymnastics. <laughs> that is good. <laughs> Very good. Um, so if you like Bring It On, um, it's really good. It's, it's that kind of film. It stars, uh, co-stars Jeff Bridges and he's quite good in mm. it as well. Cool. Vastly underrated teen Comedy from the t- early 2000s. So. Okay, so I'm going to totally break protocol. Mm-hmm. I was sure someone was going to recommend this, so I didn't do it. Um, the director directed Ali Wong's Netflix stand-up special, Baby Cobra. It's really good. Everyone else should watch it. Ah. I did too. Sorry. Okay, normally I wouldn't call a girl out, but you know what? Come at me, gymnasty. Uh-oh, girl fight. So, <laughs> Lucy... I was going to say oh next my week we're going to be doing Freaky the Friday. <laughs> but I don't know. You showed your true colours saying you hate Disney. I so. never said that. 
I love the Lion King. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Were we going to do Freaky Friday? Was it really going to happen? It was was totally going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Fine. What do you got for us? Come on. Say. I've seen the cover. (laughs) I'm I'm excited. So, next week, we will be doing... 2017's The Sex Trip. (laughs) What? (laughs) Explain. Read the synopsis. The synopsis. After a shallow womanizer refuses a mysterious homeless woman's request for a kiss, he wakes up the next morning to discover he's been changed into a woman. What is this movie? (laughs) All I know... Is it a porn? (laughs) It's not a porn. It's a genuine movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the uh, poster well, for the be film, <laughs> the poster of the film. <laughs> <laughs> is what? What is it? So it's a woman wearing, um, I guess, men's like a singlet and shorts combo, mm-hmm. and a um, I don't know what's the uh, the PC term. Is a little person. Yes. He's um, <laughs> grabbing her boob. <laughs> Why? I don't Is know. Is that the person that they swap with? <laughs> I don't think so because I don't know. <laughs> you got to sh- show it to Lucy. <laughs> Why? Why is he there? <laughs> are, are they twins? Paul, are you sure this isn't a porn? <laughs> I thought it was, but it's really <laughs> it's, it's identical twins. Fuck. Okay, well, this is going to be great. Which one's the homeless woman? <laughs> oh my god! What? Also, it says like Stallone and Hanks. It's like oh. Tom Hanks is in this movie. Tom Hanks and Suicide Stallone are in this movie. Wow. I don't think that's... It's probably like John Stallone. Paul, it's rated up. This what is what porn. porn. It's not a porn. Don't you remember from our first episode, R in America is like our M. Oh, okay. <laughs> why is... The, why? Okay, well, I don't know. Here so we go. maybe if you're good next week, we can watch Freaky Friday. Nah, you we were go. always going to do the sex trip. You <laughs> saw that poster and you could not wait to drop that on us. Cool. Uh, can't wait. The tenuous the links th- can't be other pawns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, go to www.pornhub.com. You happy with how you played today? Uh, I mean, varsity, sir. Yeah. Barely. And only because everyone else played worse. That brings us to the end of another episode of Swapcast. Um, so I guess our final verdicts of the film. Lucy, would you recommend this film? No. Brandon, would you recommend this film? I give it a solid pass. Pass. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. uh, I, no, I mean, don't watch it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you meant like a C plus? Like a pass? Like a... Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be the lone guy recommending the film. Oh. Surprise. <laughs> I thought it was cute. So, I I didn't have a bad time watching it. Let me put it that, that way. I, I wasn't, you know, distressed watching it. <laughs> Recommendation. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't distressed watching it. They're going to put that on the DVD box. <laughs> <laughs> like, Paul Mitzi, not distressed. Oh, From amazing. the Swapcast. Yeah. All right, so um, if anyone wants to find us on the interwebs, where are they looking, Brendan? They're looking at 
www. The swapcastpodcast.com. And if you want to find us on Twitter, our Twitter handle is the swapcast. And if you feel like giving us an email, uh, we're at the swapcastpodcast at gmail.com. Nice. Yeah. And definitely, um, we want to hear from you guys if you have any disagreements about um, what we thought of the swap, if there's anything we missed, if there's any uh, movies you think you really want us to do in the near future, we're open to all suggestions. If there's something about the format of the show that you'd love to see added or changed, definitely want to hear it. And if you want to weigh in on the Hot or Not segments, I've got all the characters on the Twitter uh, and you can rate which one you think is hot or not. <laughs> uh, nice. I'm definitely going and voting right after we record this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, Swapcast is hosted by me, Paul Mitzi, and edited by Brendan Levi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative and it featuring Lucy Thomas, and it was recorded at Browntown Studios. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.